everybody. What is going on? You know what time it is. You're listening to Join the Journey podcast with your host, Emma Daughter. Thanks for joining. I am in the podcast studio with today's Devo writer, Alex Arzi. Howdy. Happy 4th of July, everyone. Happy 4th of July. If you're listening to this episode weeks later, a little behind in the plan, it is releasing on July 4th. (laughs) (laughs) And that's actually uh, really great timing. I mean, if you think about, if you've been tracking with uh, with the plan, you've probably read through the book of Joshua at this point. And um, we know that the five books of Moses kind of anticipated the fulfillment of God's promise to Abraham regarding the promised land. But now, um, through this string of military victories under Joshua, Israel has now conquered the land and is dividing it amongst the 12 tribes. And so it's kind of like their own personal 4th of July, which is great. Yeah, they're, they're moving, in, moving into the land. Uh, Alex, before we really dive in, Would you share your story, how you came to know the Lord, fast forward, what's going on in your world today? Yeah, absolutely. So I grew up in a family that got saved while I was super young. And so it was really cool because I kind of got to learn how to have a faith alongside my parents. And uh, both my parents are really smart individuals. And so most of what that looked like was me learning how to talk the talk and all the the verses and all the things to say. Uh, But truly, I think I was learning alongside my parents how to truly have a relationship with Jesus. Mm. And so uh, most of my life was spent, uh, or most of my early life was spent living my life for people-pleasing, mm-hmm. for, for pleasing everybody around me, always afraid of somebody suddenly not liking me. And when I met Jesus, I suddenly realized that I didn't have to live for all these people around me, but that I got to live for one person, and that was Jesus. And that the only person whose opinion of me really mattered was his. And uh, and that really, it freed me. I mean, it, it felt like a shackle coming off of my, off my legs. And, and so, when was that in, in life? That was my junior year of high school. Okay. Mm-hmm. And you fast forward, you go to college. Yes. Fast forward, go to Texas A&M, a whoop. Gig'em. And, uh, and spent spent my time there learning how to have a deeper relationship with Jesus and how to build a community around me. Uh, went to a really amazing church there that taught me what that looks like. And then came back to Dallas and found myself at Watermark Community Church where, man, I wasn't even expecting to truly have the same community that I had there. And I found just the same here. And. You met your fiance. I did. I met my fiance in uh, at the beginning of, of 2021. Okay. And uh, we started dating in uh, in March of that year and had a spectacular year, proposed in February of this year, and Congrats. I'm actually getting married to the love of my life in 15 days, which is so which, exciting. So when this episode comes out, we will, will not be married yet. It'll, it'll be, be July 7th. Okay. So. Just a few days away. Just a few days away. Just a few days away. I love it. Well, Alex, uh, it's fun having you here. Today is a Tuesday, but because of the 4th, there is no porch tonight, this evening. That is the case, sadly. Yeah, bummer. But the good news is launch is coming up. Launch is the porch's annual retreat. Uh, It's coming up Labor Day weekend, kind of like summer camp, but for adults, you don't want to miss it. There's going to be parties, concerts, great teaching. Here, some of our favorite speakers will be there. I will be there leading a small group. It's going to be awesome. And you can register through the link in the episode description. But that's Labor Day weekend. Today, we are in Joshua 20 and 21. And I'm going to let you, Alex, just take it away. Great. So chapters 20 and 21 
don't feel super related if you are just reading them flat out. Uh, but as as I said earlier, we uh, the background here is that Israel has just finished taking over Canaan as God has promised they would, and they have been distributing the inheritances to all of the tribes of Israel. And in chapter twenty, um, what we see is a very specific, uh, a very specific command of the Lord, which is to set aside six cities of refuge. And some of the wording in here is actually really interesting. It feels like you're in like a fantasy novel. Like they're talking about manslayers, avengers of blood, like just crazy it stuff is. here. It is. And it's, that's in the Bible. It's yeah. there. Uh, and these cities were for? These cities were for uh, manslayers who accidentally killed somebody mm. is the best way to say it. And they were to flee to these cities uh, and they would essentially put up their case of why they felt that they were not guilty of of intentionally killing somebody. And if the city found that to be reasonable, then they would receive refuge there and they would be kept there and they would not be handed back over to the Avenger of Blood if they were to come and seek revenge on that person. Mm. It's so interesting. It is. It is. It, it's an interesting concept that as the law was being given to the people, I guess now is more of a, we're seeing the law played out. Uh, but the nuances of all the things they, I mean, that's why it's so long. There are so many nuanced yes. issues that would arise and they'd have to seek the Lord. What do we do for this? What do we do for this? Yes, exactly. And it's maybe one of my favorite examples of how the Old Testament law was really foreshadowing what Jesus would end up fulfilling in the New Testament, which is uh, which is the new covenant, right? And how Jesus would eventually become a city of refuge for all of us who became unintentionally guilty of his murder, right? Mm. And I talked a little bit about that in the in in today's Devo, but really uh, everything that we're seeing here is not just a fulfillment of God's old law, but also a projection of what he would do in the future as well. Mm. There's, there's an interesting idea uh, kind of along that train of thought. In verse 3, we read that the cities would be a refuge from the avenger of blood. And my instant thought was, okay, what's the— Avenger of blood. Like, what does that mean? Yeah. And Got Question says, hey, an avenger of blood is a person legally responsible for carrying out vengeance when a family member has been unlawfully killed or murdered. The avenger of blood is usually the nearest male relative of the murdered person. This family executioner seeks justice by killing the individual responsible for the death of his relative. It's kind of like a biblical hitman. Yeah. Except that it was a legal legally allowed thing. Like, I think hitman and I think crime. Yeah. But this was how justice was carried out or, or God's means of, of enacting justice on the earth was through these people. Uh, and it's interesting. The article goes on to say, hey, the word translated avenge in Hebrew is related to the word for redeem, reclaim, or restore. Really interesting. As a representative of God and the family, the avenger of blood redeemed or reclaimed the blood of the relative by killing the original blood shudder. An avenger of blood was to act only in cases of deliberate murder or the unlawful taking of an innocent life. Intent is a necessary element of murder. Uh, and then it gives some examples. But I think about that, uh, that relation, redeem, reclaim, restore. And I think about Jesus, as you brought up. And there's something to Jesus, uh, rather than enacting the punishment we deserve for our sin, said instead of going after you guys with death, which is what you deserve, mm -hmm. I'm going to take that death upon myself right. and redeem, reclaim, and restore. Right. And, you know, I think it, it 
it wouldn't be fitting to uh, to finish up today without without mentioning chapter 21, which is largely the Levites' inheritance. But at the very end of this chapter, we see something really beautiful, which we don't see um, a whole number of times in uh, in the Bible. Uh, but it is once again a foreshadowing of what Jesus mm. would do, um, which is if you look in chapter uh, chapter 21, verse 45, it says, "Not one word." of all the good promises that the Lord had made to the house of Israel had failed. All came to pass. And once again, we just see this amazing foreshadowing of how the Lord would continue to promise things to his people um, throughout the rest of the Old Testament. And Jesus would come and fulfill those things and not a single word will fail. All will come to pass. Right? So good, Alex. Alex, as we wrap up, uh, let me just ask you, how do you live differently because of what you read in these passages? You've got cities of refuge and the blood slayer and avenger and all this stuff uh what is what does that do to you how do you respond yeah that's a great question i think when i when i think about how this passage applies to me i think of myself as a manslayer i mean truly i mean when i think you know in watermark kids we we talk about um that sin is anything that we think say or do that does not please or honor god and we know that sin is the is the ultimate reason that jesus had to die is our personal sin right it's not a collective action it was a personal action for each Mm. of us and when I think of myself in that way of truly a manslayer and like like really like somebody is out to come and take take vengeance on me. Somebody is coming to reclaim what what I deserve, um, but that God has offered me a refuge, a place where I can go and a place where I can be safe. That I mean that that is just truly transforming that um, you know, I feel every day that there's something that I've done wrong and that I deserve something bad to happen back to me. Um, Mm. But God offers something completely different. And in my moments where I just don't feel like there's anything left for me here, that's, that's where I can go is knowing that I have a refuge in Jesus Christ. It's true. So good, Alex. Thank you for being here. Appreciate you sharing. We're out of time. You did it. First time on the podcast. Let's it's go. done. Thank you. Uh, we'll be praying for you as you get ready to get married. Thank you. If you're a young adult, sign up for launch. Happy fourth. And as always, I'm so glad we're all on this journey reading the Bible together. Hey, we want to thank you for listening and we hope you enjoyed the episode. Did you know that you can help support Join the Journey by rating and reviewing this podcast? And if you're willing, we'd love it if you subscribe, because the more you download, the easier it will be for new friends to find the podcast.